Are you a leader seeking personal growth? Then you're in the right place. I am Nina Ellison, publishing a monthly podcast on the soft skills that are needed as never before in your leadership journey. Keep in mind that there's nothing soft about soft skills. In fact, they are some of the hardest skills you will ever seek to acquire. Today, our podcast topic looks at the idea of paradoxes in leadership and three lessons in growth that that I've experienced. As we think of the paradoxes in leadership, the contradictory balance between soft and hard skills is a perfect example. When I think of paradoxes working well in leadership, I think of someone who takes effective action with opportunities where there are apparent contradictions that at the same time balance one another. We all live within a framework of paradoxes that challenges our thinking as simple becomes complex. Being unaware of the paradoxes in leadership may keep you from being a great leader. For example, one paradox in leadership is that for you to be able to provide great answers, you have to ask great questions. If you've been taught as a leader to always be ready with answers, to freely give out information to all who come to you, You and your team may even think you're being a good leader, but soon others stop thinking for themselves and they just come to you for the answer. You become frustrated because your team is not growing under your leadership. The more you speak, the less you learn and the less others learn. My own coach recently gave me an acronym to help me move from providing answers to asking questions. The acronym is WAIT. W-A-I-T. And it stands for, why am I talking? Now that's a powerful question for a leader to ask themselves. Another example of a paradox in leadership is, is being humble and at the same time being assertive. A leader who seeks to be a lifelong student often stays humble. It's common knowledge that the more you know, the more you realize just how much you don't know. Yet that same humble leader in learning and growing can then use what has been learned to be assertive in topics that help others. They're willing to bring the value they have to the leadership table with confidence and assertive strength. The paradoxical strength of both humility and assertiveness allows a leader to communicate direction while promoting autonomy. Their humility draws others into a desire to learn and grow. So today I want to share with you about three growth lessons from the paradoxes of leadership. Think about good leaders that are often strong-willed, even stubborn. Do they recognize the paradox of needing to be open-minded? They may pursue decisions that appear very right, yet in the end may do more harm than good. In other words, leaders need to be aware of the Pyrrhic victory paradox. Pyrrhic victory? Recently, I learned more about this concept from Tim Elmore, author of the book, Eight Paradoxes of Great Leadership. On a call where Tim was entertaining questions about the specific paradox of being a stubborn and yet at the same time an open-minded leader, I asked if he would share a personal example. Tim shared of his experience in this paradox as he seeks to be a leader who speaks as if he's right and listens as if he's wrong. 
While sharing from his own experience, Tim used the phrase that a paradoxical leader needs to be aware of having a Pyrrhic victory. To be honest, I've not heard this phrase before, and so after the call with Tim, I spent some time learning about King Pyrrhus, a Greek leader who showed up in Italy 200 years BC with over 25,000 men and 20 war elephants. The Roman army had not fought against elephants, and, and I guess we could call those 20 elephants the shiny new toy of the day. Anyway, King Pyrrhus defeated the Romans not once, but twice in battle. After holding firm and winning both battles, the army of King Pyrrhus was basically decimated with no recruits in sight. On the other hand, the Romans regrouped quickly and prepared for the next engagement. Plutarch later wrote of King Pyrrhus, muttering, If we are victorious in one more battle with the Romans, we shall be utterly ruined. King Pyrrhus was stubborn enough to persevere through winning two battles, yet he missed the paradox of being open-minded to the recognition that his win, in fact, was setting him up for a loss. As a leader, you may have a short-term victory, just like King Pyrrhus, but actually negate your ability to enable a lasting change. I remember my mom's timeless advice and common sense wisdom as she said to me, Nina, you can be wrong by being so very right. And so that's my first growth lesson today with the paradoxes of leadership. Be aware of a Pyrrhic victory of being wrong by being so very right. In 2014, CVS Pharmacy was the first national pharmacy chain in the United States to stop selling tobacco products in their stores. During this time, I was working for that company. As the message of this unprecedented decision was made public, I recall people stopping me in my neighborhood or pausing to talk while I was shopping to let me know they were starting to shop at CVS. They wanted to be a part of supporting an organization like this. Smokers even shared that the decision by CVS had had such a powerful impact on their lives that they had quit smoking. Larry Merlot was the CEO at the time, and he, along with the key leaders at the helm of this national company, strategically balanced the potential of the timely loss of millions of dollars with the timely decision to embrace the purpose of the company, which was to help people on their path to better health. The ripple effect of this decision impacted not only the community outside of CVS, but the internal community of employees who proudly represented a company, making this kind of paradoxical decision where the potential for success and failure was beyond imagination. The end result was an enormous win for everyone. And so that's my second growth lesson with the paradoxes in leadership. It comes from this wonderful leadership example. In paradoxical leadership, discovering the win comes in being both timely and timeless. Timeless values and timely decisions make a difference on every level of a leadership journey. The final consideration of this podcast is for paradoxical leaders who seek the complementary values of being self-centered and other-centered. The question that comes to my mind is, can a leader care for others and keep themselves healthy? There seems to be a contradiction to these two concepts of being self-centered and other-centered. In fact, when I say them together, centering on self and centering on others, they appear irrational and, and inconsistent. 
How can a leader have two centers and find any kind of balance? Let me pause here and share that research demonstrates that paradoxical leadership is associated with positive behavioral outcomes. As leaders, if you and I choose to learn how to appreciate and respect the paradoxical tensions in our roles, we move to a new level of agility, a balance that is possible, not easy, but is possible. Okay, so let me get back to my question of what it means for a leader seeking to be self and other-centered. At this point, we often move to the airplane message of putting our oxygen masks on first before we help others. I think we do ourselves a disservice if we take this approach. Just like Pyrrhic victories, balancing care for self and others, it's not that simple. It's not an either-or. Think about a paradoxical leader who is one who embraces ancient Chinese philosophy of yin and yang, recognizing that there are two complementary forces making up the phenomena of life. And, and the deep word to me here is complementary. One memory comes to my mind of a leader seeking self-care. My mind takes me back to a time on a sidewalk waiting for an hour to meet this leader so that we can travel 30 minutes for a meeting with 20 other people waiting with a buffet full of food growing cold. When the leader arrives at our meeting point, she doesn't apologize for my weight, but she explains that she had to go to the gym. She needed to get her workout in, and she was concerned that she might not have the energy to do it at the end of the meeting. She shared with me that she was a healthy leader committed to self-care. As we traveled to the meeting, she spoke about the importance of self-care in order to survive leadership. There was no mention of other care in our conversation. In this simple example, this leader was choosing the time and the place to put her own oxygen mask on. So my third growth lesson is that a special and a unique quality is seen in a leader that understands how to focus on the needs of others without ignoring self-care. Being other-centered brings value that cannot be duplicated. This value is found in the actual action of doing. <laughs> it results in positive performance of both the leader and the others involved. I believe being other-centered is a part of being self-centered. A leader needs others as an inherent element to meet their own needs. Taking time just for self is not ignored. This is a part of the balance, but it needs to be integrated into the whole picture. It is well known that a leader cannot share what they don't have. I would add that a leader cannot share if they have no relationships with others to share themselves with. Let me close this podcast recognizing that a paradoxical leader must continuously navigate through a set of apparent contradictions. I mentioned earlier that research indicates that paradoxical leadership is associated with positive behavioral outcomes. You and I as leaders grow if we seek to increase our understanding of the value in what appears to be opposing choices in leadership. Former Lego CEO Christiansen saw this as he led teams in extensive restructuring of the Lego company when faced with all the changes in the global toy market. Throughout the change implementation process, his strategic team wrestled constantly with the need for empowerment and control as well as individuality 
and teamwork. Perhaps you're thinking, Dr. Ellison, Nina, I just want to figure out what to do and then do it. All of this discussion about the paradoxes in my leadership choices is discomforting. The consideration that choosing an opposing strategy might lead to the best performance outcome is intimidating. Donald Miller, in his newly released book, Hero on a Mission, seeks to stretch professionals in our own growth where fear holds us back. And his team uses the saying, swim out past the breakers. Choosing paradoxical leadership is not for the faint at heart. I mean, who desires to swim out past the breakers? But making that choice will allow you to grow as never before. I'd like to invite you to join me in a brief free call to learn more about how I can partner with you in the growth and sustainability of healthy leadership. Head to my website, healthyleadership.online, and there you'll see an invitation for a complimentary call. And thanks for joining me today in a reflection of just three lessons in the paradoxes of leadership.